guys. Welcome back to the LOL Word with Jesse and Hannah. I'm Hannah. Um, That's Jesse. And I'm Jesse. <laughs> and uh, this is our seventh, I think. No, this is the sixth episode of the show. Oh, yeah. So that two episode pilot right? is just nonstop confusion. Well, then I guess it's. Wait, no, it's our sixth episode. This is everything's confusing. Okay. Everything is confusing. We're, yeah. Um so okay. Uh <laughs> great. Let's get into the episode. Yeah, um, sure. Well, it was called so this, le, le, Legally Lawfully. Lawfully. There you go. <laughs> so this is the one where you can tell someone gets married. Well, and if you read the description, it tells you who gets married. It's very yes, helpful. It's Jenny and Tim. If you weren't here for the last episode where I told you um, <laughs> who gets married. Um, yes. Let's talk about, I guess, like, let's talk about the actual plot points of this episode. Mm-hmm. So um, Dana goes to the Subaru party and she doesn't bring Laura. No. Um, Jenny and Marina get caught having sex. And so then Tim decides to be he revenge marries her <laughs> he revenge marries jenny and then he runs away yeah um this is honestly kind of a nostalgic episode for me because i remember watching it as a like a young teen and i really like the scene with the cop um you like that scene i did when i was younger now i don't really care about it but <laughs> it was interesting so the cop the is, is is from the first scene right um, no, no, no. The cop is later on. He, well, he, he might be the same guy, but I don't think so. Oh, I thought, I assumed it was the same guy because then otherwise, what's the point of that scene at the beginning? Um, I guess just to show that, I don't know. People are gay? No, I think it's the same guy. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't even know. I guess so. I guess that makes sense. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, is there anything else that happens? Uh, uh, Bet and Tina um, go out with Bet's dad. That's true. And Shane runs into Clive. I've been watching a lot of things about like prostitution and sugar daddies lately because I got to that uh, the sugar daddy episode of Degrassi. Ooh, um, which? Uh, it's the one where Marco doesn't have any money. Of course, in season of course, seven. of course. Yeah, yeah. And then um, I guess. Shane and this guy Clive are kind of sugar babies, or at least they were. They were. And now yeah. Shane doesn't want to do it. Um, which, why would you ever quit? I'm just about to get started. Well, you might so. hate it, so I might hate it, but hopefully I don't because I need that money. Yeah, but like Shane doesn't need that money anymore. That's true. That's so. True. That's why she would quit. She's got a yeah. She's One day to I'll get now. a job yeah. or a rich husband exactly. or wife. Husband, where did this come from? Oh, I well. Sometimes I like men, <laughs> but it's rare. And I probably won't marry one. But the possibilities are endless. I know. It's I people who are sure are incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know that I generally don't prefer men. Same. Yeah. But like who knows? I could meet the perfect man tomorrow, you know? Like I'm supposed to just close myself off to that possibility? I don't think so. I have the perfect man sitting right here on this couch, but he's a cat. That's true. I have a cat in here with me, too. I'm <laughs> at my parents' house, so I have my parents' huge, fluffy, long hair in here with me. Oh, that's amazing. She's great. She's trying to get out now because I locked her in, but maybe she'll come back over in a little while. Oh, that's precious. Her name's Lola. We got her when I was 
13. No, I was 16. And she's great. Oh, wow. All my parents' cats are old. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I always forget that you're so much older than me. (laughs) Very old. My birthday's birthday's tomorrow. tomorrow. (laughs) So everyone wish Hannah a happy birthday, even though this will come out a few days afterwards. My birthday's in one hour and 40 minutes. Yeah. So twenty-seven done recording by the time it's your birthday, so you can actually celebrate. I know. Well, that's why I'm at my parents' <laughs> house because you know I like my parents, so it's fun to hang Which out with someone. Which is wild to me. But <laughs> well, someone's got to be like alone for my birthday. I mean, that's true. Yeah, and they'll probably cook something nice for you. We're going out to dinner. Important. Yeah. <gasps> Ooh, mm. nice, nice. Anywhere special? Fondue, melting pot. <gasps> Oh, Every year since favorite. I was a kid, so oh my god, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. My parents used to do that for like an end of the year thing. We would celebrate everyone's birthdays and good grades, and then my grades went in the garbage. Oh, no. so, <laughs> <laughs> yep, and then you know school got expensive and life got expensive. So. Yeah, rip. I miss the melting pot. Oh, it's it's fun. It's yeah, a good time. My best friend is like mega rich now because she went to Harvard Law and now she's <gasps> a lawyer and she's just making bank in New York City. So whenever oh. she's home, she always brings me to Melting Pot. And I'm like, thank you Amazing. for rescuing me. I'm poor. <laughs> That's incredible. Okay. Um, okay, so let's yes. talk about... Let's talk about the little ones and then we'll talk about the big okay. one, which is Jenny and Tim. So there's Alice and her mom... Yeah, Alice and her mom, I it's so irrelevant. Like Yeah, it's like not Alice even a hates thing. her mom and she kicks her out. Yeah. So uh, we find out that her mom kissed Shane and we're supposed to like have a lot of feelings about that. I think that I always took it to be a misunderstanding that Alice thought that it was that her mom had slept with Shane and then Shane was like, No, we just kissed, but your mom is crazy. I don't know. Her mom was like pretty clear about what happened. She's like, it was a kiss and then it was French. Yeah. I don't know. Alice is just stupid. Friends right has a plot where in the early seasons when Ross kisses Chandler's mom. And I yes. actually enjoy that episode because it's more about Chandler's issues with his mom than about any kind of like petty sni- sniping about it, which is what happens in this. Like they have like an emotional conversation about it. Yeah. And whereas here it's just like everyone's annoying. But, you know. You're right. This is is an example of, you know, something that they're doing wrong, which is a lot of things this season. Pretty much everything. But uh, I hope it gets better because I remember it it? being better. (laughs) I I remember it being better. I really hate this show. I'm hoping it gets better just because I signed up to do five seasons of this. And And they're bringing it back. Did you know that? I know, but I can't. I can't. It's a long way away, and hopefully it'll be better, but let's... We don't even know when it's going to air, yeah. so... Oh, God. It's, I hate this show so much. <laughs> it's really bad right now. I think you'll like through. Carmen, uh, we'll who see. comes in in, like, season two, I think. We'll see. I like Marley and, Matlin. I mean... Just holding out for Marley. Oh, yes. Yeah. She's in the show for, like, a long time. Just waiting for the sign language. Yeah. I think she's in the show for at least seasons four through six i think she comes in halfway through the show actually good so you know yeah that's something i'll try and she's she's amazing and she of course she's dates amazing Bet, which is mm-hmm. you know a very hot couple yeah and a very well-educated beautiful amazing couple okay our other kind of small plots uh shane's thing with clive does that get resolved really um it takes a few episodes 
it's it's a weird arc so shane and this guy like used to be sugar babies and then you know i think they sold drugs a little bit and so like clive has a money problem and a drug problem and i think like they're just trying to make it seem like shane is this bad no good kid and like I feel like we get that sense anyway. Um, and like, I don't know, this plot just seems so lost. Yeah, I, the- I like that we have one of them being close friends with a man. Mm-hmm. I think that's a nice thing to throw in there because my best friend's a gay guy. So I, I like to see that. Yeah, um, it, I did. I do think we actually saw something new of Shane here. I think there was just kind of like a warmth that we don't usually see in her. She was just genuinely yeah. happy to see Clive when he showed up. The hug was very sweet. She was worried mm-hmm. about him, but didn't want him to stay at her house. And um, you could tell that she was kind of, like, damaged. And I'm damaged from my sad sexual past is, like, not generally something that interests me. But, like, we've got a... It's really boring. We have a really low bar here in terms of developing the depth of these characters. Like, this is the best thing we've gotten so far. So I will cling to whatever I can get. It's also something of a precursor to... um or foreshadowing, I guess is what it's called in literature, (laughs) um, to what is going to be happening with Shane for, like, the rest of the character's existence. Yeah. Is that she's very much the person that people come to when something is wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, And she's usually the comforter. Um, Basically, anytime anyone has a breakdown, you can see Shane in that scene. And I liked uh, the mentions that she didn't like people thinking that she was a boy. Um, yeah, we actually that was really in, interesting. In the episode of Welcome to Degrassi, we have look, going live tomorrow. We talked a lot about uh, the idea of passing and how much of it is inherent and how much of it is a choice, and how it's mm-hmm. always really interesting when conversations about that come up. And so this is something that I think also touches on that same issue, where you've got Sheen who presents as very butch, but mm-hmm. the way that she doesn't like being mistaken for a guy, it kind of like. I think it blurs that line in a way that's really interesting. It's like, it's not just that she's wearing boy clothes, you know, it's like, it's a, it's an energy type of thing that is natural to her. Yeah. And I just like those discussions. I think they're interesting. Yeah. I guess I'm just sort of thinking about it a little differently. Cause, um, so I'm rewatching ANTM with my roommate. Ooh, I feel what like season? What this. season? We're on season five now. Mm, That's the one with Nicole, Nicole. Yeah. Linklater. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had a big crush on her as a kid. This is my favorite oh, season oof. because of her. Oh, it's a terrible, terrible yeah. season. She is absolutely my type. Um, oh. And I like Lisa. I think Lisa's really oh, funny. But God. I, <laughs> How are we friends? She's nuts. I just, I think that it, she's just so out there. I and like, hate I don't know. that season. The only good thing about that season is Nick. And I mean, Nick is amazing. She's gorgeous. And she probably should have won. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. Have you seen the finale? No, for this no, no. I haven't seen anything of the season. Don't tell me I'm anything. I'm not going to spoil, spoil it anything. for you. I'm not going okay, to. Okay, thank you. But, I know um, people are mad. I, Yes, people are mad, um, but it's also not surprising. Okay. I don't know anything. Um, I don't know anything. Yeah. I've successfully avoided everything. I'm going to sit down and binge it. I do think that the best it. seasons are – I know that you feel differently. I know you like season two. <laughs> um, season two is very good, mm-hmm. but I think that my favorite – right? Is it season two? Season two is my favorite, oh, yeah, because yeah. I love Mercedes. I... Mercedes. Oh, yeah, okay. The girl with Lupus. And I really like She's um, my April. chronic illness at all. You know, April's fine. I just love Mercedes. <laughs> She's like – 
even especially back then you didn't get people on tv with chronic illness and yeah. she the way that she balances being like so positive and peppy but she it doesn't it's not fake like we get to see her cry on the phone with her mom that's true and it's just oh god there's she's like still the best chronic illness uh representation i think we've ever had on reality tv and it's old that now. sounds about right and it's been yeah. like 20 years yeah yeah so I'm, it hasn't been 20 but it's been like 15 so like yeah. she's amazing and i love her but i love some of the later seasons that's true i like Niall. i really like um like the what is it it's like seasons six through eight one of them has like jesseline i love her jesseline is one of nine them, i believe nine oh just kidding she and might be the eight. other one with carrie d and melrose that that was a good i think season. that that's that's nine i think possibly ten i don't know i do oh, like carrie okay. d i like the twins um i don't oh, fuck, like i love those twins i don't like I was really gay for those twins. much um i really like uh season 14 is that the short season no fuck that one uh is 14 the... is Annalie and mckee and uh oh that is a good season a good one. yeah yeah um yeah i also like the one with Brittany. Um, she like lived in a trailer park and her mom had, um, really, really bad anxiety. Oh, so yeah, she yeah, yeah. Leave the house. That one's okay. That one was really I don't sweet. really like it. I mean, I hated the season. girl that was up against her, but I was, it was like one of those satisfying wins. Yeah, I didn't really like Brittany much. Right she was so mean to Alexandria for like no reason. I mean, she was mean, but I, I don't know. I feel like as the show went on, I like softened towards her. I mean, nothing was as satisfactory as Niall winning. Oh, like, I love Niall, but I did love Mame, who he was against. So that one was rough. And she's from yeah. Silver Spring, man. I know, I know. Alexandria, and, I, mean, like, I feel like she was edited the whole time to look like a villain. But if you go back and watch her, she's actually not doing anything. Yes, the same thing happened with Courtney in season 23. Oh, I didn't finish 23. Fuck that. Okay, uh, season 23 was, like, not special yeah, at all. I just, I really enjoyed Courtney because she's got these amazing eyebrows. I do remember and, like, Courtney, but I didn't watch most of yeah. I stopped in the middle of that season. Anyway, this great. is not a top okay. model podcast. <laughs> Back to lesbians. Um, anyway, you were saying you were rewatching season five with your roommate. Oh, oh, um, God, I don't even remember why I was telling you about Someone that Someone with a sad sexual past, maybe? Oh, oh. oh no. Sad sexual. Oh yes, no, no, no. So it wasn't even a sad sexual past. It's um, uh, this girl, or maybe it was season four. It's it happens a lot when the girls get their hair cut mm-hmm. very short, and they oh cry, yeah, with Kathy, yeah, and they cry. Yes, mm-hmm. and they are like, um, I just look like a boy. Katie, season two. Yes, yes, and I find that really like hurtful and offensive and i i think it's because i'm genderqueer and like because i know that i can never pass as masculine Mm, okay i didn't even know that you were genderqueer oh i am um i came out on facebook like three oh i'm not on facebook that's how i know i know i know (laughs) um yeah and i did change i wish my water bottle would stop ringing but I did change my pronouns in my bio. So okay. Are we they, them now? My, they, them. Okay. I will keep that yes. in mind. Yeah. So that's, I don't know. It just like bothers me in that way. And I feel like it's almost disrespectful to, but that's also maybe just me being too sensitive, you know, rather than it actually being disrespectful to people who. I, I do um, think it's okay for girls to not want to look like boys. Like, I think that's an okay thing for them to want. I think it's something that I maybe need to do more, like, introspection on, mm-hmm. but it only just recently started bothering me, and, like... Yeah, it's understandable. I don't know. It's, like, a very 
different experience than before. Like, I used to be really upset when I would, like, think that I looked like a boy. See, I don't want to look like a boy. And I, I would love to. I feel like I would be so sexy as a boy. I was misgendered <laughs> by a waiter once when I was a kid. <gasps> oh, and I no. was so upset about it. And, like, oh, it still yeah. makes me sad when I look back on it. Like, and I don't even, you know, I don't even like being told I look butch. Like, and That's I'm sitting true. here in flannel right now. Like, it's just, it's not comfortable for me. But, like, at the same time, I also bought all those ties and button downs the other day. But then I tried them on, and I was like, I don't like this. Because I felt like I looked like a butch lesbian and not that I looked like a boy. So, I think, mm-hmm. I think I'm kind of more okay with boyish right now, but I don't want to look mannish. I don't know if yes. that means anything. Yeah, like, mannish isn't quite as cute. Yeah, exactly. I want to, I would do boy, but, like, in, like, a cute, subversive way. Like, I don't actually want yes. people to think. And I just don't want to be a man. I don't want to have, like, a hairy face and all that jazz. <laughs> I don't want to deal with that. So, I, uh, I don't know. It's very confusing. I try to just be understanding of people's different gender feels because they're confusing and... Mine are That's every time true. I try to talk to mine, I realize that mine are more confusing than I give myself credit for. But <laughs> I always am very yeah. interested in the idea of someone who who is unable to pass. Yeah. Or who can't help being clocked as gay. Because I think it's so easy for me to not be seen as gay. It's so easy for me to put on a dress and yeah. lipstick and everyone thinks I'm straight. And it's 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 interesting to me that some people I mean, it's not even a matter of, like, feeling super uncomfortable doing that, which is mm-hmm. still super valid, but it's like some people literally cannot do that. Some people, you see them and your gaydar just goes off. And that's yes. so interesting to me because that does not happen to people who see me. I mean, I get the same thing. I mean, except now. With yeah, the now. Hair, I'm sure. And now I think people will know that I'm some level of queer. Yeah. Which is, like. But also, young people great, are just like, dyeing their fun. hair purple, you know? I know, I know. And cutting it short, I don't know. Mm -hmm. It helps. (laughs) Um, It definitely helps. It does help. Um, But I think sort of the thing is, now that I don't remember what I'm saying, I'm just going (laughs) to trail off. (laughs) Yeah, I don't remember what I was saying. It's all very confusing. So I don't blame you for not remembering what you were going to say. Okay, let's move Um, on because I'm in my parents' room and my dad's going to want to go to bed. And also that storyline doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't. Um, Let's talk Bet and Tina. Oh, yes. Bet and Tina. So Bet is, okay, Bet and Tina are obviously, they're basically married. They're having a baby and they go to have dinner with Bet's dad, who is notoriously like conservative. Yeah. And Bet is just, she's always out here busting a nut for her dad. Like not in a gross way, (laughs) but like very excited to make her dad proud. Um, I don't know why Bet is as optimistic about this as she is. She should know better. Like, don't be stupid. Yeah, like, I always am surprised, like, both times that I've seen this episode, when I get to her dad's reaction, that it's as bad as it is. Because, like, if it turned out that he was, like, kind of awkward about it, that would make sense. But, like, the fact that this guy is still calling her her partnership a friendship really should have been enough of a clue to her that this baby thing is not going to go over well. And I don't understand why she's surprised. could have gone over better because he basically said, if it's not biologically mine... Um, not or like related to me then it's not my grandchild so if that was in a relationship with a man and uh, decided to adopt a kid or couldn't have a kid so she adopted like you can imagine her dad would say the same thing which is just ridiculous i don't think he would say the same thing though i think he's I just don't using think it as he a cop would. out i think he i agree but it also 
does translate. So it's almost like, I don't know. You got to wonder like what excuse he would have used if she was the one who was pregnant. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like... Wanted to meet the sperm donor. Let's meet your husband. <laughs> like... Oh, God. I... There's just... For me, this is one of the things that I have trouble relating to. And so it doesn't feel real to me. <laughs> I, I mean... I, I know this is so bad, but whenever people are like super, super homophobic on TV shows or whatever... Yeah. I always kind of disconnect from it because I haven't had those experiences. So, and I know it's terrible to go, well, this doesn't happen to me, so it doesn't happen. But like, there's <laughs> a part of me that just believes that. And I try yeah. to like read more and listen to more people so that more stuff seems possible. But it's, it, it's not even his reaction so much as the way that she was completely unprepared for it. It's like they're meeting for the first time in that way. And there's something there yeah. that doesn't click for me. And so this whole scene just doesn't, work for me because I just can't imagine Bet would get herself in this situation with him when he's would react this way it just it doesn't jive with me it doesn't feel real I agree and it's like so different from like the rest of what Bet is like mm-hmm. but like they do this all the time because the dad comes back um, later on he gets sick or whatever because he's a billion years old <laughs> and she still becomes this like fucking child around him like she's having a kid she cannot act like a baby around her own parent, you know? Like, this is the time for her to show that she can yeah. hold her own, and she can in every other aspect, but suddenly, because her dad's in the room, like, she buckles, and it just doesn't... Yeah. It's not consistent. I really understand, like, wanting the approval of a parent when you know you're not going to get it. Like, the other week, I let my mother up to my apartment, knowing that she was going to criticize it, and sure enough, she's been sending me passive-aggressive texts about it since then, but, like, uh. it's, like... When I let my mom up to my apartment, like I'm acting all like it's going to be fine. But inside I'm like full of dread and terror and horror. And if I had seen that in bed, if she had been like, my dad's coming and it's going to be okay. But you could see that underneath it, she was worried. Mm-hmm. And that that would be one thing. That would be great. But we didn't see that at all. It seemed yeah. like she really thought this was going to be fine. And why would you think that? I don't know. What his, it's, I have no idea. you wouldn't. And that's what's frustrating. Yep. Ugh. So that plot line annoyed me. It, yep. It also, I mean, all me. the plot lines annoyed me. Um, yeah. Dana's, um, I didn't we, even pay attention to. Um, wait, before we get to Dana's, <laughs> I also want to say that we did see some inklings of how, uh, well, we saw more inklings of how Bet is very controlling towards Tina. Yes. With her whole passive aggressive. Well, it wasn't. You're not wearing that dress. Her, yeah don't wear that dress like it was okay what was dumb. wrong with that dress school me it was i mean it wasn't great it really was a very like early 2000s um 90s like pregnancy dress like my mom if she was thinner would have worn that same dress yeah but it's early so. 2000s like what else is she supposed yes. to wear i just i don't know it totally fits with the time yeah, so i don't get it and like it's la it, she so could have washed her hair before dinner but i guess that's a lot to that's ask of these people or like yeah I don't know. I guess I don't. I have no explanation. <laughs> okay, um, but okay, so Dana. Dana. She, yeah, the super party. She didn't invite Laura, and then Laura like showed up or something. So Laura just like because um, Dana's like manager told Dana about it in front of Laura. She like assumed she was invited. Yeah, which are you Your a tennis girlfriend player? is not out you're not a tennis player like she did not explicitly ask you yeah. and i don't even think that they're like officially together like as a couple yeah bye bitch so yeah Mm-mm. it just doesn't make any sense Mm-mm. wait to be invited yeah. yeah 
Like, she fucking walks over to Dana's house with dresses in her hand. Doesn't make any Come sense. Come on. Come on. And then Dana's like, did I mess this up? No, bitch. Your girlfriend no, sucks. Laura was being dumb. And also, Laura was so sulky when Dana mm-hmm. came over. Um, God, it made me, my skin crawl so <laughs> bad. Like, she was acting like she was in fucking middle school. Yeah, I, I, You're adults. I hate these people. <laughs> They're, they were really bad. Um, the one person who I do think was better this episode than previous episodes, and you're definitely going to disagree with me, was Jenny. No, I mean, she's usually awful, so it's a low bar. <laughs> um, I think she did it's fewer true. awful things than normal. Than normal, yeah. She didn't accuse Tim of trying tried. to beat her up in front of when she could have. She could have been like, he's abusing me. That would have been a very Jenny thing to do when she didn't do that. Yes. Um... And also Mia Kirshner is like acting. I liked it a lot in that scene where Tim is, you know, trying to rip the ring yeah. off her hand. Yeah, I did too. Um, like I hate Jenny, but yeah. she feels a lot more believable to me than a lot of these people. Like I hate her, but like I, I, I'm very much less aware of the actor than I am when it comes to, but compared to like is. Dana or Alice. Yes. Yeah. It gets better for them. In later seasons, I definitely feel like Alice and I are very similar. Mm-hmm. Um, and Dana, I feel like we never really get the chance for her to become real until after she dies. Yeah. Womp womp. Which is weird. But then it's like people yeah. like Bet in this one, who I love, but I didn't, I mean, love is relative, but like I didn't understand. <laughs> I'm saying, you know, her reaction didn't feel real to me. It didn't add up. Jenny, yeah. I, I get why she does everything that she does. I mean, she's terrible, but I feel like there's a logical flow. Of yes. her terror, <laughs> the reign of terror. <laughs> like it's got a, it's got a storyline behind it. Whereas Beth's just like everything's great. What? My dad's homophobic for the first time in my life. Like it's, it uh, doesn't work. But Jenny, yeah. you know, she's having sex, and Tim walks in, and then she goes and cries and begs for forgiveness, and then they get married, and then she gets left. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That whole sequence of you know Jenny and Marina being found sleeping together to then like her and him fighting and them getting married and then him running away and the cop talking to him was just so I don't know it has always stuck in my mind so vividly yeah it's one of the things I really remembered from watching the show last year yeah I feel like it's wait you watched it last year Mm -hmm. just 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 some of the first season like barely more than we watched why oh my god I thought this Ex-girlfriend was from forever ago. No, I dated her last year. Oh, my God. What? Wow. Um, I guess I would have expected you to watch it, like, when it was newer. Mm-mm, mm-mm. She like, did. She watched it when it was on. But okay. she, then, then okay. we were going to watch it together, and then I was like, I can't do this. And it was part of why I ended the relationship. Oh, my God. That's, she was also yeah. transphobic and I mean, really yeah, ballsy. you can't be transphobic at all. No. But especially not in... The land of 20 great teens. God, you're so cute, though. Oh, God. <laughs> if I could You'll put, find put a different personality in that girl, we would be <laughs> a, a bad person. Um, yeah. So, okay. I feel like this is the first, like, I feel like this, let me start over. I like this sequence of scenes. Partially because it's such, like, familiar territory in gay storylines. Yeah. I mean, like, I've seen a lot of lesbian movies that are this story. Yeah. 
And we even see this story deconstructed later on in, um, well, not deconstructed, but like done sort of in a like reverse order in um, like in later seasons. I think it starts in the second season. Instead of opening up the show with these weird clips of people that we never see ever again, it, it goes like um, it's like the chart where you see two people having um, like a sexual moment together or having sex. And then uh, you see the two names and then like the connection moves on and then the next like episode it starts with the next person oh that's fun um and I feel like oh, god where was I even going I have no that? idea but I feel like um <laughs> it's a deconstruction of this somehow no I don't know what I was saying why I brought that up but I, I don't know but it's a cool tidbit and I'm a, excited for it um it reminds me kind of of battle of the sexes if I if you saw that Oh, I've never seen that. Um, oh, wait. Oh, oh, yes. Yes, with um, Steve Carell yeah. and Emma Stone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was The dynamic between Emma Stone and her husband and the girl she was having the affair with kind of reminds me of, like, a much more mature version of Jenny, Marina, and Tim. Yes. Oh, wait, wait. Okay, now I know what I was saying. Because, like, we see sometimes in the tidbits earlier on that, um, you know, women leave their husbands for other women. Yeah. And, like, right now at where we're at is that Jenny was going to leave the other woman for Tim to be with, mm-hmm. like, the man that she's supposed to be with. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, I mean, both of these are very common, like, gay storylines. So I really enjoy that they, like, that this, we're finally at this point in the show. Yeah. I feel that. At the same time, uh, cheating storylines never really interest me much. So. Yep, they're pretty darn boring. Yeah, they've just been done to death. There's nothing yep. new you can do with cheating at this point, I don't think. So, I don't care. Yeah. I mean, at the time that the show was written, I think cheating storylines were still, like, really interesting for everyone, but it's not like they hadn't been done before. Yep. But, I I mean, I do see the value of doing things that have been done a billion times before, but with lesbians, because, like, I have stuff like that. You know, I have Dirty Dancing, which is lesbians, which is really just a rote rewrite of Dirty Dancing, but I made them lesbians. And I have my Sick Kids in Love story which is really it hits all the romance tropes it is not reinventing the wheel here it's just like painting the wheel a different color it's just like giving a wheel to people who didn't have a wheel before but then like i, mean, I but have both of these are so cute and like thank you. gay people need these stories too and i have other stories that usually have straight people or if they're not straight at least like mixed gender couples mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. when i do the romance i'm doing weirder things with them Yes. So yes. it's kind of a trade-off sometimes. Like, no, I'm not saying you can't do weird things with uh, same-gender couples or whatever, but like, you you also have the freedom to to really play with established tropes in a way that you kind of can't get away with anymore if you've got more conventional characters. But that being said, woman cheating on man with the girl is an established trope for lesbians at this point or for women who love women. So it's not just taking a heterosexual trope and putting a spin on at this point. It's like an established women loves women trope and I'm bored in conclusion. Um, And we're, this isn't even like the only, you know, cheating trope, cheating story that we're going to have. I do think it makes sense to use this as the, like the lead in. Yeah, I can see that. Um, But I mean, God, it is not even interesting when Bed is the cheater. Spoiler alert. Yeah, I know. Oh, I've been there. I got to that part. But it's just, uh, yeah, cheating doesn't super interest me. And I get the idea of uh, introducing us to the world by way of the outsider. But at the yeah. same time, it kind of just keeps promoting this idea of you're here as a tourist in lesbian world. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm not actually. 
Like, who do you think the audience is? Like, do you think the people watching the show are straight women who are curious? No, it's men who want to watch the women and it's lesbians. Like, yes. Yeah. Straight women aren't watching those. No, no. Not unless they, you know, are young enough to not know or, you know, old enough to not know. Mm -hmm. Who knows? You can find out at any time, but a lot of people find out young. Exactly. I didn't, but, you know, many do. (laughs) But I wouldn't have watched The L Word when I was straight. Yeah. No, I I knew that I was queer when I was like 14, 15 years old, yeah. so I watched a ton of queer shows. Yep. I watched Queer oh Smoke, my God. but that's it. You know what you might enjoy better than this? Anything? Is, oh, well, yeah, obviously anything is better than this, but I think it was the show called Yes, Lip Service was this like gay TV show in taking place in the UK, and it was just like edgier Mm. (laughs) so it was like doing things that weren't so played out and it like only went between 2010 to 2012 Mm. but i mean i don't know you still have like a shane like character you still have like the character who can do no wrong which i guess would be tina um seems like dana dana yeah she's you know she's sporty and she's sexy and she's insecure and then she dies I mean... What a murder. God, I hate Dana. I don't think she's perfect. (laughs) I think she's hotter second season Uh and, you know, then stays very cute. We'll see. Until she dies, but... (laughs) We'll see. Um, I like girls with ugly smiles. What can I say? Um, Yeah. Okay. Uh, Is that everybody? That really and truly, I think, is everything. Oh, thank Um, God. We did not see the cat this episode, which means it was a terrible episode. <laughs> um, we did see that weird sexist police officer. Let, wait, okay. Let, let's talk about what the police officer actually He's says. the guy from the beginning. Laying it so down. He's the guy from the beginning who gets this guy to go down on him mm-hmm. and then arrest him, which is just selfish and terrible. Yes. And then um, he's at the end being all weird about gay people because he gay. Yeah. And he's like, meh. Women <laughs> just want to fuck each other so that just makes them dangerous because they have the same equipment and men just want to fuck be... each other like me yeah Ugh. it was yeah i guess when i was younger it stuck out to me because i never heard someone talk about lesbians in that way as like being dangerous and the you know, rebellious teen in me wanted to be told that my type of people was dangerous. Uh, no, I completely understand that. I mean, I <laughs> want to be told that I'm dangerous. Yeah, so I think that's why, like, it's just always been such a vivid scene to me. Also, it's, like, the only scene that's outside fucking ever, so that's another reason. Yeah, definitely. It is weird to, like, see trees. Yes. Yeah, it was... It's really weird. You're always in the planet or someone's house mm-hmm. or someone's car. <laughs> planet. <laughs> yeah okay um and mvp lvp is my thing uh hot or not hot or not um do you want to do it you want to do your hot okay my hot is the assistant coach guy who comes and breaks up the fight between Ooh. tim and jenny and checks if jenny is okay he is an amazing character and it's such a letdown that he doesn't stick around for longer. It is. His, like, I like that like this is his buddy, but the first thing he does is check on the very small woman who he was physically dominating. Cuz he knows mm-hmm. like he is well aware that like Jenny 
she is a fucking toothpick, you know, yep. a toothpick with ugly boobs, and she can't defend herself. <laughs> we did see her boobs again Lots today. They're not that bad. Day. They are better in this episode, but they sure aren't as good as they are in later. To seasons. be honest, they look quite a bit like mine, so I've got a. I mean, I like when boobs do the weird little like, like, fish hook curve, and the nipple <laughs> is like kind of sticking up to the top. My um, nipples are pretty low down. On my boobs. Um, my boobs kind of stop as soon as I get to the nipple. Like, they're, like, really full on top. And then yes. you get to the nipple, and they're just like, we're done now. Okay. They're weird. Yes. They're not typical. I feel like that is pretty typical. I feel like that's what mine looked like before my reduction. And now one is, like, normal, <laughs> and then one is an oval. So. <laughs> no, most people, like, they have they have their nipple, and then they have, like, some boob under it. And that's, that's, my sisters yeah. are the same as mine. They're just, like, the nipple happens, and then the boob is over. It's like, there's nothing more to see here. <laughs> I'm just sitting here groping myself on Skype right now, but that's fine. I'm not wearing a bra. I get good access. Um, uh, Who's your hot? Um, Okay. God, I didn't even think about this because all I was thinking about was my knot. See, I don't have a knot, so. Oh, okay. My hot, honestly, I, part of me is like, I want to you know, give Jenny props for trying to make things better yeah. and trying to do the right thing. But at the same time, she lied um, and said this thing with Marina had only happened once. That's true, but I think she did that to protect him, which, I mean, does make it right, yeah. but I can understand it. I just, like, if Tim hadn't walked out on this marriage, like, let's say Tim had been in it for the long haul, would she have really been able to keep this up? Um, I don't know. Yeah. I... This show is just like this debate on whether or not monogamy can happen. Which and it like, obviously can. Come on. Yeah, it can. But that also doesn't mean that like, I don't know. I never saw Jenny and Tim as being right for each other. Yeah. Um, I mean, like they have vastly different interests. He is hardcore sports bro. She is this like sometimes Jewish author <laughs> who thinks she's super mysterious and like, he doesn't have any demons, you know? Like, he's not... I don't know. They don't match each other complexity-wise, interest-wise, like, personality-wise. I guess they just had, like, good sex. and But now she's having better sex with Marina. Yeah. I don't know. I don't want to give it to her, but it feels like... I can understand it. She did something less terrible, and no one else did anything particularly great. I mean, she's not going to get hot very often. We should really give it not to her when there's often. any chance for it. <laughs> She really does get worse. Uh, not. Okay, do you want me to go since I know Yeah, mine? go, I'll think. Okay, so mine's Laura, because she was such Awful. a fucking baby, and, like, you can't treat your partner like that, Mm-mm. even if you've only been on, like, a few dates, or if you feel strongly about each other. Like, that's just not right. And starting off the foundation of a relationship like that is really, mm-hmm. really messed up. Mine is... Oh, Alice! She does nothing okay. of any value and just complains. That is true. She's a drama queen. Other people episode. at least contribute something to the plot. She's not even doing that. <laughs> That's true. She's bringing I'm surprised nothing none to the of table. us gave it to Melvin. No. There's no use for her today. So, not. Yeah. I mean like the the you know, the dad could have gotten it, but he he's Who cares about him? He's old, yeah. so I just don't care. He gets a free pass, yeah. I guess. Um and we don't have high expectations. No, exactly. Okay, so are you ready for next week's episode? I sure um, am. Episode? Okay, so 
the next episode, which is episode seven, is called Losing It. Ooh. And it is about, um, okay, a rising artist in New York um, tests Bet's commitment with Tina. Um, wait, no. What? Yes. Tests Bet's commitment while Tina has an unpleasant run-in with Lei Ling, the sperm donor's girlfriend, who begins to harass her. Um, and then everyone has, like, a sleepover at their house. And oh, I remember that scene. I like that scene. Yeah, where, like, Laura and um, Dana start having sex in front of everyone. Oh, God, I, I don't like that, that part. I had a similar experience that we will talk about next episode. I don't, you know, just to get everyone hooked on our personal stories. Um, Alice meets a man named Lisa. Okay, we already met Lisa, so <clears> I guess on. she meets Lisa again. Um, Tim... Uh, mistrustful of Jenny after their quickie wedding, returns home alone, leaving Jenny on her own. While hitchhiking back to Los Angeles, Jenny gets a ride from two disaffected teenagers <sighs> with who she conf- she confides about her troubled life, I, and they do a lot of drugs. God, that scene is so annoying. She's like sitting in the van, and there's the mood lighting. Ugh. Yep, and they're all like, "Here, take these shrooms." Oh no. Yep, and uh, <laughs> Shane is excited that Harry wants to refer celebrity clients to her for hairstyling. Mm-hmm. Which is, um, that's someone that Clive had tried to introduce her to, yeah. but she was like, he just wants to fuck me. And, um, everyone else who's watching this is like, that doesn't necessarily mean that that is what he actually wants. Maybe he knows that you're a hairstylist, you dumb bitch. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. Okay, but. so that's next week. Means I don't have to watch an episode of the show for a week. I'm psyched. <laughs> Thank you for agreeing to do this with me. <laughs> I I can't say there's not any regret, but there's not much. So Well, let me give you some good facts about our podcast. All right. We I'm have here. 66 subscribers. What? That is the stats that I was given. That's like 95 um, more than Welcome to Degrassi has. Which is fucking wild to me. And something tells me that those numbers aren't right. But that is um, what was reported to, uh, I guess... Um, Brittany. That's amazing. Are they happy with that? Um, I'm pretty sure they are. (laughs) I'm very happy. That is more than Avocado Toast has. So that's awesome. Yeah. So if you are listening to this and you don't listen to Avocado Toast or Welcome to Degrassi, go find those. Go listen to them because that's what we do. Welcome to Degrassi is hitting its stride. We know what we're doing at this point. Kat and I were furious at each other the whole last episode. Okay. Like, and you cannot tell. (laughs) <laughs> we were like fucking fighting with each other and we're just like can we fucking record this episode now like we were so mad and you're gonna listen to it oh, and no. you cannot tell at all because we are fucking great that's incredible mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah nicole and i are never mad at each other oh kat and i are always mad at each other which is why we're oh good my at God. it <laughs> always fighting yeah no nicole and i are always happy to talk to each other because we live so far away and we're like our only meme lord friends let me plug everything. Yes. Okay. So, guys, go and subscribe to this. Share it with your friends. Um, you know, write a review. If you send it to me or Hannah, which is at Hannah Mosk mm-hmm. or at Jesse underscore Quinn, um, we will give you a shout out. So far, no one has sent us a review. Um, uh, listen to our other podcasts and... Adopt a cat. We, and adopt a cat. <laughs> That's our sign up. All right. Adopt a cat. I am the girl.